Now, we've been talking about many things in this series that deals with preventive kinds of counseling and help for children to keep them from developing through their sinful natures with which they were born sinful patterns of handling life's problems. One of the things that we've mentioned, of course, was the difficulty that we all have as sinners to face up to our sin and to problems in general. The difficulty that was manifested in the Garden of Eden and Genesis 3 where Adam hid from God, and we talked about that three broadcasts before. We also stayed with that Garden of Eden thing a bit and uh, then noticed how when really confronted and pinned down with his sin, uh, Adam shifted the blame to God and to the woman, and then the woman shifted the blame to the serpent. That's another natural tendency of the natural man or the sinful nature of man, to shift the blame for one's guilt and to shift one's responsibility to another. Last time we were discussing the matter of doing things right away. Uh, many, many people who come into our counseling center uh, here in uh, Philadelphia where we have uh, uh, counseling going on all week long uh, find that they are depressed because they have put things off. They have not dealt with problems, not confessed their sin, when they were down, they followed their feelings, and they, uh, instead of doing their responsibilities before God, before their employers, or before their family, uh, followed those feelings that said, oh, you don't feel like doing it today, put it off to tomorrow, and tomorrow they felt less like doing it because not only they still had bad feelings from being down from sickness or whatever, and uh, then failing to do their responsibilities and things piled up all the more, and so they go down and down and down and down into a deep spiral, and pretty soon, they're not doing anything and they become depressed. Those patterns usually begin in childhood and how important it is to teach children to face up the problems, to keep from shifting blame, and to do things like taking the trash out, doing the vacuuming, setting the table, making the bed, unsetting the table, and so on. Uh, all these things uh, right away. Now, today we come to another critical factor and it has a lot to do with this matter of doing things right away doing responsibilities and chores. Not only must we not follow feelings, but we must follow the responsibilities that God has laid upon us through our parents or in his word directly. We must follow those responsibilities regardless of whether we feel like it or not. We must learn how to schedule our responsibilities and discipline ourselves by uh, that schedule to do what we must do. It's one thing to have good intentions. And a lot of children, just like grown-ups who develop these patterns in childhood, have good intentions. Oh, they're going to get things done. Sure, Mom, I'll do that. And then the child goes off and plays and forgets all about it, and nightfall comes, and it's not done. The next day, it's still not done because even though the kid really wants to do it, nevertheless, he's got to finish this airplane, he's got to get this other thing done first, and then... It just doesn't get done. It gets put off day after day after day after day. That same kind of pattern uh, is found in many adults who developed it, as we say, when they were children. And the scripture tells us very plainly in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, that we must discipline ourselves for godliness. If we want to live in a godly manner, a manner that's pleasing to God, a manner that really honors him in the way that our lives are structured and the way that we follow that structure, we must have structure. And we must follow and work within that structure. 
discipline is a matter of structure. And we have to learn self-discipline. Discipline yourselves, says 1 Timothy 4.7. Here it was a minister of the gospel who was commanded to discipline himself for godliness. And if Paul commands that of a minister of the gospel, how much more of the rest of us who have not already been qualified, uh, perhaps by uh, those qualities which were necessary for a man to uh, become an elder, such qualities, for example, as being able to manage his own household well. If here a man who has already been qualified in that he has certain structure and certain discipline in his life and certain managerial abilities that have grown out of that discipline, how about all the rest of us where nobody's ever looked at us and never emphasized this fact before? And how about a little child whose tendencies are sinful and whose tendencies are to follow his feelings, as we've said before. All sinful people tend to follow their feelings rather than their responsibilities. There is no possible way of following responsibilities apart from structure, of assuming those responsibilities and faithfully discharging them apart from real scheduling and following of that scheduling. So a child ought to be taught to schedule things. If parents, of course, don't schedule things, if meals are on one night at one time and on another night at another time, if the parents go to bed one night at one time and go to bed at another uh, time another night, if everything is in and out, on and off, up and down, and nothing is ever tacked down tightly, you'll find that the children tend also to be that same way, unstructured in their living. But that leads to godliness. It leads to irregularities in habits of prayer and Bible study. It leads to irregularities in everything else that one does. Scheduling must be a part of our lives, a very important part of our lives, if we would be disciplined. So children ought to be taught to do their making of their beds at a certain time. Perhaps that can be tacked on to uh, uh, a certain TV show. Uh, you don't say to the child then, uh, no, you can't watch the TV show uh, until your bed's made. You say, please hurry up and make your bed because I don't want you to miss the TV show. And uh, if it, the TV show comes regularly at a certain time every night or the meal comes regularly at a certain time, and if you don't eat until the thing has been done or if you don't watch until the thing has been done, then it becomes regular because it gets tacked to the regular thing which is clearly timed. Many ways of teaching timing and discipline and scheduling. But never let a child say, oh sure, I'll get that done. Tack him down and nail him down to when he's going to do it. And then be sure that you see to it that he does it. Teach him to schedule and then to follow his schedule. Teach him timing and teach him to uh, uh, live according to that timing. There are enough exigencies in life, enough changes, enough difficulties, enough emergencies that will come up that he will find that without structure, his time will be scheduled by somebody else and by the circumstances of life and by his feelings and by his ups and downs if he doesn't keep that timing according to a book, according to a schedule, according to a paper. It's a good thing early in the child's life to give him a date book, an appointment book, in which he can put dates and times and schedule things and get him to learn to write these out and then to follow things accordingly. Don't let him put things off. Don't let him say, I'll do it sometime. Teach him to be definite. Uh, God himself worked according to a schedule. Jesus Christ came in the fullness of time. He was not a minute late or a minute early. We read, of course, that Jesus said to the people who asked him about it, my hour has not yet come. Uh, we read of the day of the Lord. 
hundreds of thousands, uh, hundreds and hundreds of years before, thousands years before, in fact, even before time began, God planned what he was going to do. Jesus Christ was the Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the work of the world. God planned his work and then worked from his plan. And there's no other way for people who are made in his image to operate than to plan their work and to work from their plans, just as God in whose image they are created. We are planning people. When we don't plan, we're unhappy. When we do plan, we finally get things done and that leads to happiness. So teach children early in the game to plan and then follow their plans. Lord, we're thankful that you're a God of order and not a God of chaos, that you're a God who plans his work and then who works from that plan. Teach children to do that same thing and help us to be instruments in teaching them by our lives and words. For Christ's sake we pray. Amen.